Are we poor? Shared stories of single mothers struggling to overcome poverty and adversity by using their wit, grit, and just refusing to quit. So get your earbuds on and join us in this Me Too movement mashup of mothers, actors who play them, lawyers who represent them, and theater professionals who are telling Chelsea's story on stage. To inspire mothers around the world to live boldly and instill greatness in their children. Hello and welcome to the Mommy Are We Poor podcast. I'm Richard Ravosa, your host, and over the coming episodes, we're going to do a deep dive into the many dimensions of how poverty affects single mothers and their families. We're going to view these often disturbing issues through the twin lenses of drama and reality. In this case, it's art imitating life all the way as we explore these deep and dark trenches. Mommy, Are We Poor is a full-length stage play, an epic tale of poverty in America set against the backdrop of the Me Too movement. It's the story of Chelsea, a widowed single mom in her 30s living in a rundown inner-city apartment with two young kids, two jobs, a married boss with questionable motives, and a deadbeat ex who doesn't pay his child support. Her world begins to crumble after receiving an eviction notice, a credit card lawsuit, and almost having her car repossessed just in time for Christmas. In a nutshell, it's Working Girl Meets the Me Too Movement, supported by a cast of characters right off the island of misfit toys. And we'll use what happens to the characters as touchstones to spur discussions about how others are facing these obstacles every day. Chelsea is the mom. She is widowed. She's in her early to mid-30s and has two children, Julissa, who is 15, and Aiden, who is nine. Uh, Julissa is a very bright honor student, uh, speaks Spanish, knows sign language. The brother Aiden, he is nine, and he is partially deaf and relies on Julissa uh, to a large degree uh, for day-to-day living, getting homework done, things of that nature. So this episode is about role reversal. We have a situation in this story where when you see the play, you'll understand that Julissa is really running the show. She's more like a mother to her brother than the mom is in many instances. Julissa is also the rock that her mother leans on at times. And how does that happen? How are people shaped by their experiences? What does adversity do to people? I don't know. It does different things to different people? Does it depend on how bad someone's situation is, whether they rise up to meet the challenge or wither away and admit defeat? Julissa has about as strong a backbone as anyone. And time and time again, she shows what she's made of. Julissa's dad died when she was young. Uh, She is struggling emotionally with that and it comes out in different ways. When push comes to shove, Julissa gets the job done. She is uh, the cohesive unit at the house, holds the family together, insists on having dinner together as a family, uh, insists on saying grace and and showing respect for those around her. 
Uh, she's a stabilizing force for her brother and her mother. Uh, so, you know, how do people become like that is a, a different topic. But, you know, what is it that creates people like Julissa and, and what happens to the mom? Do, do mothers feel bad if they rely on their teenage daughters or younger daughters for assistance with day-to-day living, for financial support, emotional support? Is the mother embarrassed? Maybe she is, but Julissa seems to understand or, or have an intuitive understanding of what has to happen in a given situation. Julissa is financially responsible. She's academically responsible. Uh, she is responsible for her family or, or takes that on herself to be someone who's uh, the decision maker at times. Uh, there's a scene in the story where Chelsea stays out all night with a date and Julissa uh, helps her brother with his school project, which is normally something the mother would do. And Julissa stays up into the wee hours of the morning waiting for her mother to come home. And the mother comes home stinking drunk. And the 15 year old daughter is waiting for the mom. And what happens? I'm not going to spoil that for you. You'll have to see the play. Uh, But that's just one example of uh, what happens uh, when daughters uh, are very responsible. And and thank goodness she is because Chelsea gets into so many bad situations and is too close to the action. In other words, uh, when you're going through something, oftentimes you're blinded by certain circumstances. Maybe you're blinded by, uh, you know, leverage someone has over you. Maybe you're blinded by... Uh, a misplaced sense of obligation or a misplaced sense of confidence uh, or you're blinded by love or you're blinded by money or both or all of the above or none of the above. But sometimes it takes a little bit of distance to see a situation from 30,000 feet instead of seeing what's right in front of you. And that's, I think, some of the uh, perspective that Julissa provides in our story. Uh, So, you know, what happens to daughters who grow up fast? Clearly, Julissa is someone that uh, is uh, precocious. She is uh, wise beyond her years. Uh, and does that mean some of her childhood, some of her youth was robbed from her? Uh, does she resent that being so responsible? Uh, that, again, is a different analysis. Uh, maybe that's happened to some of you out there where things have happened in your family life or in your personal life that cause you to grow up fast and become an adult at 15 or become an adult at 12 or or 17. It doesn't matter the age. I I guess what matters is how you think about yourself in the world. Uh, What are the things Julissa is doing with her day? Uh, She's intently focused on getting good grades. She is intently focused on being the rudder of stability for her mother. Uh, She is seeing her mother go off the deep end with legal problems, financial problems, employment problems, relationship problems. And it's all Julissa can do to try to help her mother to focus. How important is education in all of that? Uh, Chelsea, the mom, is someone who didn't go very far in school, has no college degree. Uh, you know, got married young. It's not Chelsea's fault that 
her, she lost her husband. He passed away when they were a young couple, and she was forced to raise a family of, of, of two kids and, and go to work and get work two jobs just to put food on the table. So, you know, those are some of the sacrifices by, by circumstance that uh, Chelsea was uh, forced into. Things happen to people. Life happens. It's, it's how people react to these setbacks that is what defines them. That is what happens when they realize if they're going to, to fight or run away. Uh, and there are a lot of moments, there are a lot of uh, difficult decisions that have to be made in our story. And, and I'm sure in everyone's life at times, there are crossroads and moments of decision. And depending on what we do in those times can largely determine what the future is. Um, so in terms of the family unit, Stability is something that is a, is a clear to focus on when they're uh, trying to do good things for their family. And, you know, what happens when there is no stability? What happens when uh, homework assignments get missed? What happens when there's not enough money to buy lunches in school? Do kids uh, become the object of ridicule? Those are all things children bring home with them, you know, to the household that the parent has to deal with. And in many times, uh, uh, people suffer in silence. They don't want to tell their mom or dad uh, what's happening at school because they're embarrassed. So many situations in the story where uh, the mom relies on Julissa, even, you know, to a greater extent than, you know, Chelsea, the mom relies on her own attorney. Uh, she has a very capable attorney in the play. Megan is trying to advise uh, Chelsea of of her rights and things that she should be doing, uh, but you'll see some scenes where Julissa, uh, the 15 year old, you know, takes over and starts giving the mother advice on how to handle her employment situations. So it's an interesting situation, to say the least. And I hope you can join us to see the play. We're hoping to have it produced out in Los Angeles. In the spring of 2022, I've been in touch with the producer and director out in L.A., and they are both very excited to begin pre-production in this show. And I've also been in touch with a, a director in Boston to have a production uh, launched uh, possibly next August in Boston. So stay tuned for those uh, showtimes and dates uh, to follow. And please join us episode as we continue to weave the dramatic yarns of Chelsea's story with the fabric of the law that combine to become the imperfect but authentic tapestry of life viewed through the immediacy of live theater. Look for new episodes each week and please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're so inclined, please leave us a review on iTunes to help us spread the word. Thank you for listening. For additional resources and showtimes, connect with us at mommyarewepoor.com.